What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 48 of An Untold Narrative. Today, we feature the lovely Sarah Jaramillo, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, who is a footwear designer for And Them, but also has a very uh, extensive knowledge and background in footwear design, even working for Kanye at Yeezy for three years, I believe, or over three years. A little bit over, but <laughs> yeah, three years and a half, almost four. <laughs> so we were we were just chatting offline. Uh, you're currently based in Colombia, um, but you have I'm roots, based in Colombia. Roots in New York City, or, or you work in New York a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived there for a while. And then, yeah, I moved back, I think, like three years now. And, but yeah, all my clients are still there. So I do travel a lot. Like, I, I go to New York pretty often. Awesome. Um, and, and I believe um, we, got, we got connected first and foremost. And I, was, I did some, a little bit of research off your LinkedIn. We got connected simply because Dwayne uh, Edwards of Pencil uh, introduced me to Jeff Henderson, who's a legend in himself in the footwear world, um, who manages and runs and them as a consultancy. And you've been working there for a minute. Um, and that's kind of, I, I believe his roots are out of New York City, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jeff is based in New York. I met him in Adiyizi. When we were working there, he was a consultant. And I think we sort of quit at the same time. And he wanted to um, he wanted to do the like a creative agency for I think for a while. And it made sense. And he was like, like, join me. I'm having like good projects like there's a couple people like interesting people calling me and I need help so come and work with me and here I am like I've been with him for three four years now wow that's awesome it sounds like it's working it, I think it is. <laughs> no, 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 for sure it is. Like, it's super exciting because we have so many different um, projects. So I, I'm still, like, learning because every single project is different. Every client, it's different. Like, the needs that they have are totally different. So it, it, it's super interesting, like, to build, in some cases, the brands from scratch, so we help with the brand. Like I have marketing and strategy meetings, even though I'm just doing product. Like it's super, like it, it's super interesting, like being there. And we have like other bigger projects when we work with bigger companies, like big brands. So that's like a whole other world and projects. So it's, it's just great, like getting to learn everything from different just projects and experiences. There's there's something interesting about working for like a smaller firm or company because you get to wear all these different hats, right? It's like you said, you're sitting yeah. in strategy meetings, although you're focused on the product design side of things, but you have to be part of it because it's a smart, small core team. So it sounds like it's a it's a fun environment and you get to work from home in Colombia. Uh, yeah, that was like that was the other thing. So um I felt like I I think I lived in I think I lived in New York for six years. And I don't know, like one day I woke up and I was like, maybe it's time to go back for a while. Like I miss New York a lot. So like in the pandemic that like we couldn't uh, like that, that we couldn't um, fly there. I miss New York a lot. Um, but like normally when I miss it, I just take a flight in and that's it. It's just like a five hour flight. We are like same time. So it's not that bad. Um, but yeah, I lived in New York for six, seven years. And one day I just wanted to come back for a while, but still like Jeff gave me the opportunity of keep working with um, US clients, being like 
keep being connected to New York, to the US, that I feel like it's like in our field, like of course, like Colombia is not as exciting um, for foodware, but like, I don't know, like it got me the opportunity of getting the best of both worlds. Yeah, a totally. so, so, so you just talked about um, Columbia kind of as a maybe not, or I have no idea, kind of industrial design schools or footwear design schools. How did you, you know, going back to when, you know, you were growing up, how did you get into design? Were you always creative? Were you always drawing? Or how did you get started in, in the world of design? So my mom is a um, graphic designer and she studied also fine arts. So I don't know, like since I was little, I was in like every single painting class, clay class, you know, like whatever, like water colors, like whatever you could do with your hands, I was there. So it was, I think I, it, it started there. I, I didn't know like I wanted to do foodware until I started um, fashion design actually because like I'm a fashion designer not industrial so that's a little bit weird in the field um but I don't know like the day that I, I needed to decide what I was gonna study I don't know like from one day to another I was like okay I'm doing fashion and like my dad is a doctor and like I have like a big like doctor's family so you can imagine like what my dad said and I don't know like it worked out so I started fashion and I played tennis my entire life like competitive so I was always like in sneakers and skirt so I think like that's why like, when I started um studying fashion I was always leaning towards sportswear, activewear. So like that was my, and I don't know, like one day just footwear started to make sense also because of that like sporty world that I was like leaning into. And my first job was actually as a, as a footwear and accessories designer. And I realized there that like, if I wanted to pursue footwear, I needed more knowledge. Cause yeah, like when you come like from a fashion background, you don't have like a specific knowledge in footwear. And when you get to build a collection, like a footwear collection, when you start dealing with suppliers and everything, you feel the need of like knowing a little bit more. Yeah, so, two, two, different, two different worlds really. Two different worlds, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you know, like it's so, like it's different. Like making a T-shirt than like doing. <laughs> so, so I think like that's why it's easier for maybe not like easier, but like I think that's why like a lot of footwear designers come from um, industrial design. Like it makes total sense because like I think at the beginning it was hard for me to understand like all those stuff coming from fashion. So that's, that's, that's a really interesting kind of a connection between tennis sportswear and then fashion. Did you, were you like semi pro or anything or were you good or? Almost. I was really good. But like when I was 15 or 16, I had to quit high school if I wanted to be uh, like a professional and my dad didn't let me. So <laughs> was like, of course not. Like you're, you're good. You're you can't just like play like this and that's it. And like continue with your you, you studies. Ever think, like, do you ever school. think about if you like actually quit high school and pursued it, do you think you could have been a professional? I don't know. Cause like, <laughs> it's hard. Like, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's hard, but like, I really, I love that. So at the, like, of course, like when my dad told me like not to quit high school, I was super mad at him. <laughs> but now you know like now that you see how hard it is like to really being professional I'm like okay like I'm fine yeah like no it's throwing speakers 
No, it, it's uh, it's 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 so interesting. Even a few episodes ago, we we had uh, Miles on, and he also talked about being like a semi-professional out of the UK, and he said he just had to devote his like years of his life to it. And uh, it's it's like I was a casual player. I played in Division Three in college, but it was just like you can show up to a match after drinking one night, and it was fine. So it wasn't it was not professional by any means. <laughs> um yeah yeah no it's a a different world but like I'm happy I end up designing sneakers because I you know like it's something in between not being professional at sports but like still you have to understand like I love watching sports like in footwear and like now that I'm in sneakers you know like basketball is super important for for the culture and like so it's, I don't know, it's a play, it's somewhere in the middle. So yeah. it's, it's good. I'm happy I didn't. So did, you, did you ever have a job that it was, it was just fashion or you, you mentioned your first job was really doing footwear and accessories. So did you immediately just take your fashion degree and just apply it directly to footwear and then it's been all footwear since? Yeah. So <laughs> I did, I did not like my internship um, was in lingerie and then my first job my first real job was footwear so I moved like almost immediately but like lingerie is like another one of my loves um, I still do a couple of projects and I still have a couple of uh, like fashion projects and that's that's why like it's super interesting with Jeff because like we are not doing just footwear of course like it's our biggest and it's like the strongest that we have but we're still doing like fashion projects like and they are really focused on like sportswear activewear because of course like that's our um what we do better but but yeah i still have a couple of like fashion projects so do you and i i want to keep having them like don't, I, I don't wanna quit fashion. <laughs> it sounds like you don't you don't freelance design those. You actually bring them through your guys' uh, consultancy, correct? Or do you freelance the fashion projects? Yeah, no. It's actually like almost all of them are with Jeff. I do a couple of uh, projects on on the side, but like really small because actually I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, so take us kind of through your progression right so you so you get a job out of university and you start designing footwear and accessories um what did you do after that okay so then when i realized i didn't know anything about footwear like, <laughs> like and if i wanted to like of course like the shoes i got like destroyed shoes from like the shipping and i was like how like what am I like, how can I fix this? And then like when you start realizing like maybe like it's the glue, it's the way cement, you know, like all those more technical stuff, I was like, I need to have the knowledge to let the factory know what to do. So I went to Italy so I could have more the traditional type of foodware knowledge, but I knew like I was gonna end up doing something more in the sports world, but I I thought it was like a, a great mix between so traditional footwear and sneakers. That what, um, was what I wanted to do. What education was it in Italy and then how long were you there for? It was a master's degree uh, and I was there for a year, a little bit longer than a year, but yeah, I, it, it was for a year. And after Italy, I found an internship at Proenza Schooler in footwear. So I went back to New York and, and at that time, uh, that brand, it was great because they were, they were doing like high fashion, but they had like a lot of sporty references that like at that time, it wasn't that normal to mix you know like those both worlds yeah. were still two different worlds like the sports world was on one side and fashion was on the other one but 
it, it was super cool because they were mixing, they were having like references here and there. So, and then one day, um, so I started looking at more like sneakers things and I found pencil. So I asked for permission there and I went to pencil for a month and a half. You so did, at that you time, I was living in New York. I did pencil. Yeah, I think I did one of the first ones. While you were working full time? I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but I asked for like one month. Oh, no, no. Because like pencil was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I asked for that month. Um, so I went to, I went to Portland. I did pencil. I cried a lot. And then I went back. Wait, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna deep dive. Why do you say that? Why, was it stressful? No, no, no. Yeah, I think it was. And I really, I don't know, like when I was at Pencil, I think it was a little bit, I think I was the only one that came from fact from like the fashion world. And there I realized that uh, industrial designers hate fashion designers and I, I started like understanding why like because the approach was so different than I think it was it was like super stressful for me because I, I I I was learning a new process and you know, it was stressful. Do you, um, do you think that, um, did, did like the other designers just have like a, an advantage being from an industrial design background or? I wouldn't say an advantage. I would say the industry is more used to industrial designers. So I felt like it was harder for me just to understand that not the like fashion designers, not that like we can do it or industrial designers can't do what fashion designers do. I think it, it, it's more the, it's just something different that it, it was a surprise for me to find out that the way I was used to do things, I needed to switch them a little. So the first day I remember like doing ask for, we needed to bring like one picture for inspiration. Yeah. I brought like four mood boards, like <laughs> four mood boards, like entire mood boards with thousands of pictures. <laughs> so that was like my first. So Dwayne was like, okay, just pick one. And everyone had like just one image. And I was like, like, why? Like, why? How? How am I? How am I gonna design just with, with one picture? Like that was, you know. So everything started like that. <laughs> it got off on the wrong foot because you showed up with a thousand photos. <laughs> with a thousand pictures, and then and everyone just had one. They were like on track, and I was like almost crying trying to pick one. So you know, it was. Of course, like it was an amazing experience, but at the end I was like, okay, maybe I don't want to forget about my fashion background and maybe going like full footwear, sneakers world, it's not my thing. So I went back <laughs> just waiting for, I don't know, like, something to show up that like at the end I was like okay with it and then Yeezy came so that was you know like I think yeah when I went back to New York I didn't know like what I wanted to do because I thought I wanted to work for Adidas, Nike, you know like all those big companies and then I, when I did pencil, I was like, of course, like it's an amazing opportunity, like an amazing world, but I wasn't quite convinced I wanted to do that. So I went back and I was just like, okay, let's think, let's just think about it. Um, 
and then like my boss at that time got the the job at Jeezy and she like one day she was like we don't know what we're gonna do it's like a craziness it's, it's a, like a new project but I'm gonna need help and like Kanye is going to work with Adidas and I know like you really like that uh, like sports performance world so come with me and let's see what this is about when you put it that way you're you're absolutely right like Yeezy really isn't just sneakers it's a mix of fashion and sportswear and technology and a little bit of everything and so it seemed like a perfect fit right it it was like like when when that opportunity came I was like this is it like this is what I Wait, this how, is what I wanted. So you were, you're how many, how many years into like your professional career are you like, obviously you went back to school at some points, um, but was it like, do you have like a year of experience at this, at this fashion company before in two years, three years? I think like one year and a half. Okay. So you were still fairly. One like, year and a half, two yeah. years. Yeah. 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 I was like super junior at that time still. Um, but yeah, so Yeezy came, like, as you said, it was the perfect mix of a little bit of everything. And Kanye was mixing the, like, the performance world with the fashion. And, it, like, right now, like, it seems super normal. But, like, by then, it was... It was new. A weird yeah, yeah it was like know. a weird thing like no one was doing that and that's why like the fashion world weren't taking us seriously and the performance were like you know they didn't understand what we wanted to do with fashion where where where, where was it based out of did you have to move out of new york city so i was i was in new york but like the main office was in calabasas in la so we were just traveling a lot and we were doing like of course like we were uh, working with adidas production was in china we were doing the um, like the just easy line in italy so we were like all over the world so i don't um, i don't remember if I, yeah, was... I didn't move i did i didn't move to la i was just traveling going back and forth I don't, I, I, I think, I think we were talking about this a while back, but I think, or, or somebody told me about this experience with you is that the, those like three plus years, it's just like being all over the map. It, it takes a toll on you mentally, physically, you know, emotionally. It's just a lot to handle being on the road all the time. See, so one day, <laughs> I think like I made the decision, like it was super hard because like, I love the team. I loved my boss there. Like, of course, you learn a lot. It's an amazing and weird experience. Like, (laughs) not, I don't think like you can compare it to any weird job even. Um, But one day I woke up and I think I, I, I didn't know where I was for almost like a minute. And I was like home. I was like in my apartment in New York. I woke up and like it took me so long to realize where I was that when I realized I was like in my apartment, I woke up and I was, okay, this is it. Like, <laughs> this is it. Like, this is what I like needed um, to say that like maybe it was enough. Maybe like this is just... Yeah, you know, sometimes like you feel that you did what you needed to do there. Sure. And what maybe what you- like time to move on. So one day, like it was, I think it was that day. And I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do, but it is time. So what, what do you, th- before we go to the next phase, what, what was like, what do you think is the best part, right? Because I think a lot of people in the industry will hear that it's very stressful or that it's, you know, it's a lot of travel or you get, it's a lot of craziness. 
but I don't think people talk about like the good things. Obviously you stayed for a very long time, right? Like you have to work on really cool projects with really good people. So like, what, what do you think was like the best part of your experience? Like first, like um, Kanye is really involved in the process and he is like, of course, like we all know, but like he is a true artist, like in every single thing. So getting to see how he makes references, how he could do music, bring it to fashion, fashion to music, like images, like art, you know, like everything. Like seeing how that it's possible. Cause like, yeah, when you're more like in a commercial brand or when you work in a more like conventional, um, like when you have like a more like conventional job, you don't realize that's possible, like to really mix those worlds and make something out of it. So seeing that happening, it's just, I feel that like it's a, like a, a designer's dream cause like, that's what you do in that's what you do in school and you think life is like that and then you realize it's not but here it was like that it was like what you want to do when you when you graduate when you graduate from design like that's you want to mix art you want to do something that the marketing team is not designing and you're just doing experiments every single time so it's it was a, a like hard job the traveling was crazy but it was a dream job and actually like when I like, I was starting my career I think that was great at that time also like for my career like realizing that you could really do that and like that you could live out of doing experiments <laughs> yeah I mean it sounds so, like it was it was a really amazing experience and obviously you're you're part of a, a very small percentage of designers who who have had the opportunity to work for Yeezy on on a number of collections so it it, it speaks volumes to who you are as a designer for for staying there for so long and, and working on the products and getting to witness the process because I think that's the and then you're able to translate that into your own world and kind of into the future yeah like it's not easy because like when you get there it's i wouldn't say like it's the real world but also like working with such amazing teams and like with such amazing people and i think like the other crazy thing at that time that like was great is at the beginning like we had a we had an office but everyone was sort of freelancing they were still living where they so it's great to work from like it's great to work with people that are from different places that come from different places so because like it's not like maybe it's also like not the same just working with people that are from like different countries but they live in the U.S. they have been living there for a while you know like we got to work with people that like they were living in Paris, the other one in Amsterdam, the other one China. So it was, it, it's just, it's great to have like that opportunity of mixing, not just like a lot of words, like worlds like art, music, but like also places and people and yeah. So I think that's my biggest yeah, that's that's really remarkable. It's it's very rare to mix so much culture and people and you know intermix within the product. So it sounds like it sounds like you you took a lot of good things out of the experience. Although one one of those days, it's, it does sound like a scary experience of just like waking up one day and not knowing where you are and like you're actually at home. And, you know, it, it really, you know, something triggered you being like, okay, this isn't sustainable. I can't do this forever. Like, so, so I'm assuming you just made the realization of, okay, this isn't for me anymore. I need to quit. What, did you have a plan or did you have like work lined up or you just, you decided to just figure it out? <laughs> I decided to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, 
so yeah, I didn't know what I was going to do, but yeah, I was like, I'll take also like I was physically tired. So I don't know, like, I think I, I wanted to have that time to, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to quit and chill for a couple days and think a couple days, like I can do that for more than not even like two weeks. But like I, I wanted to have like a couple of days to think about it, and Jeff didn't let me. <laughs> oh my God! Like he called me, yeah, like he called me like right away, and he was like, "I need you." Like I'm, I'm gonna start like some like amazing projects, and like, do you wanna do this while maybe like while you figure out? And here I am. Oh my God. So you, you wanted to take like a couple weeks off just as a vacation in, in between jobs and you didn't even get that chance. No, <laughs> but, um, but it wasn't like, it wasn't bad. Cause like at the beginning, like it was just like a couple projects. So I still had time on the side to think about like, if I wanted to say New York, if I wanted to come back and actually like, and Jeff, like, it's been my mentor. So it was great also because, like, I could talk to him and, like, and say, what if I move, what if I move back? Like, can, can I keep, like, can I work with you if I, like, move to Colombia? Like, I'll come here every two months. Like, you know, so it was, it, it was great to have him also, like, guiding me through, like, that change. Cause yeah, cause I was uh, like super junior at Yeezy, so I was super stressed out, and like he helped me a lot with also like managing everything outside work. That yeah, yeah, exactly. It sounds like everybody I've spoken to has only said really nice things about Jeff, and it sounds like that's just gonna continue with your mentorship with him. And um, it, it's kind of interesting, also yourself, like. Um, you know, he doesn't have like a big social profile or anything like that. Like he stays very underground and kind of, you know, just does the work that's really good. And then nobody really knows about it. And, uh, I think there's, there's something really nice about that where you just focus on the work and not what other people, you know, have. totally. And I think like he enjoys that a lot, just like doing, doing a really good job and, and that's it. And like making people happy and being a mentor. I think like he, I think like he, he said that maybe like a couple of weeks ago in a meeting that he just, he enjoys that I think more than designing sneakers. He enjoys like guiding people through to be great designers. And he asks amazing questions that like make you, make you, like think not just on the design and it's I think yeah yeah I think he's a better mentor than actually a footwear designer so that's that's there's one thing that's probably better than being a good footwear designer it's definitely helping other people so that's, yeah. that's a really good thing um, talk about, um, because also one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here was, uh, we were just talking about this before this started, um, was the, one of the startup brands that and them has had the opportunity of working with is, is Lilith, the, the woman's focused brand out of New York city as well. And you had the opportunity to design the sneaker for them. Um, talk about that experience and what it's like to like, you know, what I think is really unique, um, and her name's also Sarah, which is going to get confusing, but, um, you know, being a woman's focused brand, like designed by a woman for women, like talk about that experience because I really think it's something super unique that nobody's really captured yet, like to a, to a very good, good level in our industry. Totally. So first I think like all women, um, like the ones that like, like I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not like as I'm not a sneakerhead. I'm not good at like that's one of the things that like it, it's weird for me to say, but like it's true. Um, I don't know like all the names and all the you know like I, I'm not, but 
of course, like I'm, I'm a like I'm a designer, so I'm in that world. And I think when like all the women that like go to like that, if we go and buy a pair of sneakers, when you are in front of when you're at the store in front of all of the sneakers. I like I, I could swear that we all have the same feeling and like the same questions. Like we ask the same questions, like why are all of them pink? Why do I like why they are like my size? Why is not there? Like all those tiny little like questions that I don't think men ever ask when they are in front of like a a wall full of sneakers so and since like it is I would say like it is a still pretty like men driven market like not just market I think like designers CEOs of big uh, like footwear companies and sneakers I think it's still like a men's world yeah for sure like it's changing, but I think it's been just a couple years. Also, like that was my other surprise, actually, when I was in pencil. Like when I got there, I didn't know I was going to be, I, I, I was going to, yeah, I was going to enter a men's world. Like in my head, like I, I didn't think about it. And then like when I got there, I was like, fuck, this is going to be hard because you're a woman, you know, like, because you're a girl. And I, yeah, and I didn't think about that, even though the fashion world, it's also the same. Like, if you, if you see, like, big CEOs, big designers, it's also, like, men, even though you think as fashion, as a women's world, it's not like yeah, in higher positions. Yeah, I think that's probably, that's why I believe at least that's why Lilith can be su super successful is because mm -hmm. the story is authentic and it's it's real and it's providing a, that different narrative that hasn't existed. And so um, what was like the, what was the design process like working, working with like a startup, right? Um, you know, specifically like it's a niche product because like you can walk it, like you were talking about, you can walk into a foot locker and look at the woman's side and it's all purple, pink, whatever. And it's like, how am I supposed to get inspired by creating something new for, for women's sneakers? Because it doesn't exist. So I have to create it. So talk about like, how did you start that process? Okay, so first, I think with Sarah, it was, I think it was easy in the way of she has a really specific background. She had really like specific ideas. She knew what she wanted and she has a pretty amazing story, just her and her story and her, and her background and her parents and her in general her story was different so I think like what was hard for us is to realize we needed to use that story mm. so at the beginning we started using other women's stories so we were like okay we know we want to focus on like on a women's product but we started to see like other women's stories and one day we were like why are not why aren't we using yours like right and i think like something clicked and it started being super easy and just because of her stories like her pictures so we took inspiration from like her background and when we got to see those pictures when she was like her childhood um um Sri Lanka like everything it was super easy to do a unique product because we were taking unique references yeah so yeah i think it was hard to get to that point but when when we got there it made sense yeah and it was easy <laughs> 
Yeah. So we started talking uh, like immigration and like you as an immigrant in a city like New York, like what's your like what's your, your story? Like what what do you feel like when you get there? And I'm Colombian, I lived in New York. So it was like we all came from like the same place, sort of. I think like we all had the same as as women, like if you enter a store full of like men's sneakers, it I feel it is the same to come from like a different country to New York. I think we all have like the same like feelings. So we started talking about those, like what feels like home when you are in New York. Also like if we come from like a tropical country, like it's hard to get to New York winter. So like all those little things started to be part of the story and, and the shoot. Yeah, I, for, for, from my perspective, and um, I ordered a pair from my mom, and I think like the one, the silhouette's so unique, like it's just, it just doesn't look like anything else, which is very difficult to do these days. It's like, there's, it's always easy to pull references to your point, like, oh, we're going to follow mood boards of like what everybody else is doing, or like WGSN, or, or you know, whatever it is. And it's like, okay, but everybody else is doing that. But we, you know, my background being Colombian and hers, and we can tell these super interesting narratives and create this uh, different silhouette and this different product. And I, I still, uh, I'm on the record of saying this, it's the best shoe package that I've ever opened in my life. Did you have a, did you, I had to ask, did, did you have a hand in designing the box? Cause like, it's like, it's an experience opening up a double box. It is. So, um, so that's why I, I love working with startups cause like, I, I wouldn't say I have a lot to do with that. <laughs> I was in every single meeting with the branding team. So, you know, like it's, it's great to co-create the entire experience with them because then like you feel that it's not just it's not just a shoe like and getting to like being involved also in the experience makes it even more exciting for you to design the shoe because like you're being part of also like when you got the box, when you open it, and it stops being just a product, and it starts being an experience. That starts when you get the box, and until you wear the shoe. So it's great to be part of that entire thing. It, so it really was so unique. Like it was it, to your point. It's an experience. It wasn't like anything else I've ever had in footwear. Like it was it was so different. And like, it just seeing, uh, like my mom's reaction being like, I've been asking, you've been working in footwear for seven years and I've been asking for a woman's product with a, with a Vibram soul forever. And I'm like, that's because we don't work on enough women's product and finally one existed. So it was, it was pretty awesome. I'm super happy about it. And, uh, you know, I wish, uh, Sarah and obviously hopefully you guys get to design more product in the future together. Cause I believe there might be a future style that's super cool as well coming maybe hopefully uh, next year or so. We, do, um, we, already, we already have one tooling that we are, <laughs> we know we want to work with it. So let's see. If... Do, you, um, do you have any like future, do you think about the future a lot or do you kind of live more in the moment of like what you want to accomplish with your career? Because, you know, being in footwear, you know, there's, there's kind of the quote unquote ladder or the totem pole that you can climb, but it seems like you've taken a different route after your experience at, you know, with the corporate Yeezy and although it's not really corporate because it's a little bit different, but like, it seems like you take things a little bit slower now, but do you have any like big goals of your own? Like, do you ever want to start your own consultancy or your own firm or like, uh, share any, any future plans for yourself? So yeah and actually like it's going to be i will say it's going to be because i'm gonna work on it um 
but you know like sometimes it's it's hard because like you still like you need to I think like what I'm gonna do is like a more personal project and like I want this to be let's say my future um but right now like I I'm working in a lot of things. So like right now it's hard to make the time, but I'm really, I'm trying, I'm trying to give it like a little bit of time to make that. But like, actually I would love to, I would love it to be more in the art world. I am, I'm not gonna say no and never, but I think I don't want to have like my own hundred percent brand. So I, I would love to keep working in the same projects for a, a long time because I also I think that's another designer's goal like for me to I don't know like if I see Lilith going and getting bigger that's also like something I would love to see and I would love to be part of Um, so I want to keep doing that and working in the brands that I have been since the beginning I think that's super rewarding but yeah, like, let's say like as a more personal project, I I want to start doing more like art installations Super that cool. have to that have to um, that like sneakers are going to be there and the meaning of sneakers, not just sneakers, but like footwear, but more like in an art space and more like in a museum space in a yeah. Just like not in a store, let's say. But yeah, I think like I want to keep working with what fa what footwear means and all the meaning that like shoes have for our, our culture and just put it like in a different, let's say, store. That sounds really interesting. I can't wait for that to eventually, it will happen. I can't wait to, to find out uh, how that cultivates itself as you progress and find the time, hopefully, uh, over the, the, the next near yeah. future. Um, I have two more questions for you. Um, the first one is, where can people find you uh, on social media or where they want to like learn more about your work? Do you have your own website or do you like kind of just... Uh, focus on your social profiles and where can people find you? So, yeah, so I've been trying to do the website for <laughs> so long, but like, <laughs> um, I'm still on it, but like right now I'm sharing like, yeah, my Instagram is now like my, let's say my open portfolio. Um, so I think in Instagram, like you can see a little bit of my work, a little bit of my life and, a little bit of both um so i think yeah right now i'm just like sharing there soon i want to have the website um and what's and what's your instagram handle it is a sarah j l l o sarah j l l o no, wait yeah so everybody everybody make sure you go follow sarah for to find out the rest of her journey um, especially this uh, sneaker exhibition art world collaboration that she's going to eventually put on. Um, and then the last question that I have for you, um, which I try to, you've, you have some experience now in the footwear world working with a number of different people and corporations and projects and startups. What's, what's one piece of advice that you would give to, you know, somebody young or, or starting out or trying to get into the footwear industry or, um, you know, who doesn't know what to do with their life or anything like any piece of advice that somebody's given you that's really helped you out. Because I find that a lot of our listeners uh, are people who are trying to figure out what they're doing and or trying to get into the footwear industry. They're fairly uh, on the younger side. Um, so if you could provide a piece of advice to anybody, that'd be awesome. I think and like it's, I, it's been working for me. It's, create your own process like just finding other ways of creating maybe like at the end you're gonna we all like we all need to end up with a shoe because like that's what we do but i think right now what it's unique is the processes that everyone's creating and 
I think right now it's more interesting to know the process than to actually see a final like footwear result or like a final shoe and because like right now like if you like if we see there's a lot of shoe designers that are doing great things just with their processes like with the way they think about design with the way they think about construction maybe they don't have they don't even have like one shoe that's selling but they are creating just such a different process that it enriches the like the result at the end so just like doing experiments while you find the the process and i think like it, it's been working for me because i come from like a fashion background i didn't know it was going to be like that hard coming from a fashion background to get into the into the footwear world but right now at the beginning i saw it as like as a bad thing and now i see that like there's a lot of people that like my work just because i come from like a different background yeah you have so a different perspective. that's really valuable yeah and yeah like maybe one day like i cried over it i was like fuck like i should know i was gonna like i, I was gonna design shoes i would go to industrial design and now like i realize i have maybe something different and I would encourage people to create those different processes and yeah, not follow maybe the design step, the same design steps. Maybe you have to know them, of course, because like design, it's not a just, it's not art. Yeah, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a linear process. Yeah. It's everybody's story is a but, little different. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's just find another way to experiment and to get there yeah that's that's great advice everybody should figure out their own process and just and, yeah. and go with it and, and share your story because people will care about it especially if you bring a unique perspective um sarah this has been awesome um thanks for joining us uh on episode 48 of an untold narrative and uh and sharing all of your experiences and and uh and getting into it with us thank you it's great to be here and to get the opportunity of talking. I think it's my first podcast in English. Is it really? I think so, yeah. Oh, this is awesome. I'm super happy about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, since I'm based in Colombia, like, of course, like, I'm forgetting my English a little. So, like, sometimes I just, I'm, I'm afraid of, like, talking for hours in English. But, yeah, so that's why I think this is my first one. Well, this is... But, yeah. It's practice. Thank you so much for having me today. <laughs>